Hello. My name is Gareth Rafferty. And sometimes I get things wrong. I make mistakes. I get nervous. And I don't do the right things. And sometimes I'm not perfect. Sometimes I may say the wrong thing. And sometimes people may call me weird. And I've even been called different. But I'm me. My name is Gareth Rafferty and welcome to this week's Build It From The Bottom episode. This week, well, I've had a lot going through my mind, especially since yesterday and having a call with a good friend of mine called Luke Williams, who has also featured on this podcast. And especially over the past 24 to 48 hours, a lot has been going through my mind and I wanted to speak to you guys today with no notes whatsoever and just speak and be honest and real because that's what this podcast is all about. And so I'm going to start off with yesterday and something that's also been going through my mind quite a lot recently and even more so this morning when I woke up. Yesterday I was on a call with Luke Williams. He invited me onto a call to basically have a catch up and see how we are and he wanted to offer me well, propose an idea to me. And so I was really happy with that. And then I also had a few things to pick his brain about in regards to HubSpot, customer relationship management software, CRM softwares, for those of you that are in business. And so we hopped on a call and we were discussing what he wanted to discuss and that was completely fine we got onto the crm system and i also wanted to show him my current website and discuss how it could be better because at the moment it feels like it's lacking a little character a bit of character and my business is all based around character and friendliness the family environment and the fun and the excitement and the, and the interactivity and being customer first. And so we were, just, we were just chatting as we do. And he said to me yesterday, if your website takes, well, no, that's not what he said. He said, your logo took six months. I wonder how long the website will take. And he said it in a very joking manner. And I took it as a joke. And it's something I've been thinking about a lot because I've been wanting to start a business for a while. I've been very hesitant. I've been nervous. I've been a little bit scared. And over the past year, I've, I think I've been in my head a lot. I've definitely been in my head a lot. And it's, it's been difficult. Let's tear away all the fakeness. It's been difficult. And when I look back, I know I have learned a lot, but I wonder where the days have gone. 
And I wonder how I was fully productive during those days. And in a way, I regret it a little bit. Just like I knew I would. I knew if I pushed the business back, I would get a bit annoyed. And not just annoyed, but like guilty in a way. But I also need to be accepting of what's happened over the past year. Um, and it's been, it's been difficult. My relationship of three years, um, we were struggling to get on the same level. And so that's been something that I faced over the past year. And trying to learn more and gain the confidence to start a company has been quite difficult, especially when at points I didn't feel like I had anyone supporting me. In a way now, I'm in a much better position because I have a few people around me. I've learned a lot more about social media and digital marketing just by being on the platforms and posting and learning new things. And yeah. And so I wonder where the days have gone. And just to top it off, the icing on the cake and the feeling of people laughing at me was this morning I checked my calendar because I had a feeling I had a call booked. It turns out I didn't have a call booked, but as I was scrolling through my calendar, I saw a little goldeny yellow notification, which basically was on the 1st of May to say I have something that's coming up on the 1st of May. And because it stood out amongst the blues and the greens, I clicked on it. And it turns out on the 1st of May, it marks a year from me going to my lecturer and asking for help and saying I want to start a company and not having a clue where to begin. So near enough a year later, I now have a registered company. The website is about to launch and I'm in a, a better situation than what I was a year ago. But that still doesn't mean that I don't wonder where the days have gone. And going forward, it means that I don't want that to happen again and I don't want my business to have extremely slow growth because I'm not executing. And I believe that's what it comes down to. And if I had to guess, that's what I would guess. I probably haven't worked as hard as I could, even now more than ever. And it's something I actually want to talk about because I feel like I was really confused until I actually realized. And now I've realized I completely understand. But before realizing, you wouldn't know what you're realizing. It's like trying to tell someone they don't know something without telling them what they don't know. And you don't know you don't know something unless you know it. I know that may sound confusing and it may sound like a tongue twister, but I'm going to explain. I wondered how entrepreneurs and CEOs and people starting a company could work so late into the evening if they didn't have clients yet. I wondered how people were having probably about four hours sleep per night, little to no sleep per night, because they had that much work to do on their startup. And I just didn't understand 
because I couldn't see what work they would have to be working on. I can understand working on a website a little bit harder so you get it out a day or two earlier. I can understand doing it for investment or needing to do paperwork such as making a business plan. I understand that, but I couldn't understand how they have to do it continuously unless they prioritize their time on something else. Only now do I realize that actually there's a lot more to do. And I didn't realize until yesterday, which is pretty crazy, the fact that I've near enough been on this journey a year now, and I didn't realize until yesterday. I realized that working on clients is probably best to take place during the day because people are accessible during the day, especially with like services and other companies because it's a business to business company. It's a lot easier to get in touch with people during the day. After probably about 6 p.m. in the afternoon to the evening, that's when it becomes a bit more difficult to get in contact with people. And so during that time, after those hours, that is probably the best time to do all of the admin work behind the company that people don't see, such as the CRM systems and moving people along in the sales process and preparing content for your website, looking at your analytics for your website and using those analytics to adjust the website ever so slightly so that it can have a higher conversion rate. And it's only just dawned on me. I was waiting for the work to be produced, but as a CEO, an entrepreneur, you can't wait for the work to produce itself. You need to execute. And I actually think that's been one of the biggest changes and one of the the most difficult things that I've had to realize and one of the things that is going to be difficult for me to change is that mindset. The mindset of being a student in comparison to the mindset of being a business owner, not just an employee, but a business owner, it's significantly different. Instead of always being told what to do, you need to know what to do in order to tell other people. And it's switching the roles up so significantly from just being the person that listens to being the person that makes everyone else listen. But obviously not makes everyone else listen, but kind of teaches in a way and helps other people. It's like the student becomes the teacher analogy. And this morning, one of the videos that popped up on my YouTube was Kevin Hart. And most of you will probably know Kevin Hart, but if you don't, he's a really famous comedian and he has quite the story. Kevin Hart is one of the funniest comedians in my opinion, but he also has one of the most inspirational stories. And just hearing the way he speaks, it would be difficult to know that he was a comedian.
looking at the way that he trains in the gym, looking at the way that he runs and how often he runs and how much effort he puts in, it would be difficult if you saw him at a show where he was doing his thing to see him in that inspirational light. And so on this 10 minute video today, if you want to watch it, it's been out for one week and it's on the Mulligan Brothers channel. I will include that down below. And so on this channel, um, on, on this video in particular, Kevin Hart was talking with Joe Rogan, I believe. I think it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And he was talking about the world and how no matter what day he wakes up, whether he's in a really bad mood, whether he's in a great mood, the sun is still going to come up. And at the end of that day, the sun's always going to go down and the moon is going to shine. And that leads him to push through all of the things he doesn't want to do. That leads him to become the person he wants to be. Because he says in this video that whilst he lies there in bed and sees the sun come up, he can either continue to lie there, he can roll over, he can be in a bad mood all day and not get anything done, or he can push through it and work. And whether that's working on himself, working on his comedy, working on all of the other different things that he has going on. He's still working on himself. And I find that really interesting. I find it really inspirational because it's so true. And he said, how would you like... I don't even know how to explain it. He basically said, um, whether you execute or you don't, the day is still going to pass. So it's up to you. Would you prefer to waste your time or would you prefer to move forward? And he said, or well, he didn't specifically say, but I've heard other people say it. Whether you do or you don't today, your competition is still going to be moving forward. So if you decide not to do it today, your competition will be one day ahead of you. And then maybe you decide not to do it tomorrow or the day after that, then your competition will be a few days ahead of you. And you'll probably also build a routine that you don't want to be in. And Kevin Hart talks about a year. He said he doesn't want to be where he is a year from now. And that, relays back to what I said at the beginning about how it's been a year or near enough a year. And if I'm being honest, completely honest, am I where I was last year? No. Could I have got further? 100% yes. And so I'm a little bit fed up. My website 
continues to go around in circles and I'm going to speak to the designer probably today and say that I'm going to take the reins on the website and design it because I know my why and I want that to be portrayed on the website but at the moment it's just not coming across and that's no fault of hers that's all fault of mine because I couldn't have explained it well enough and previously over the past year I have blamed things and it's something that I'm learning I'm learning to take responsibility and I want to start taking responsibility more and over the past year I've blamed a lot of things but the reality is I am the person that didn't execute I'm the person that didn't move the business forward. For not moving the business forward, I am in a much higher vantage point now than what I was because I know a lot more. However, I still didn't execute. And even now, I watch TV probably an hour or two before bed. And some people may be listening to this and say that that's not a bad thing. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I know I have big goals. And at some point in my life, that's going to have to be the sacrifice. And I know that. And I'm kind of waiting for the day for that to happen. I am trying to cut out my life, but I am struggling, especially when last night I found that The Flash has a new season and The Flash is my favorite TV show and I get so hyped up when I watch it. It's, it's a difficult process. And I think for those of you that are listening to this and have really big goals, you may be in a similar mindset to me it's going to be difficult and it's going to be hard. But the reality at the end of the day is whether you do or you don't, that's up to you. And only you can make that decision. No one else can tell you to get out of bed an hour earlier to get some work done. No one else can tell you to stay up an hour later to get work done or to move yourself and your ambitions forward. Only you can do that. People can help you along the way and advise you and be inspirational for you, but it's only you that can make the changes that need to be made in your life. And I strongly believe that. And this goes back to my history. Back when I was younger and I was in foster care, I always used to tell my dad that well, me and my sister always used to tell my dad that we weren't very happy where we were staying. We didn't really get on with the foster carers and we just wanted to move out of that place that we didn't like. And only now, quite recently, is it that I'm realizing that I'm in a very similar situation in my own life. And I was so young at this point. I was probably about six, but I remember it like it was yesterday. 
I was sitting in the van with my dad and I used to see him and my mother once a week. And me and my sister always used to complain about where we were and complain that we weren't moving and complain that nothing was happening. But nothing would happen because my dad wasn't in the position to move me and my sister out of there. And it was only me or my sister that could move this forward. And my sister is two years older than me. And the reality was, even though she was two years older than me, it was me that had to make that hard decision and push myself out of that comfort zone so much for being that young age and say to my social worker that I wanted to move and that me and my sister wanted to move. And my dad always said to us, we have to say something to them because he couldn't, he wasn't in that position to. And it seems like a distant memory in my head. Maybe I've made it up, but from somewhere, I feel like my dad sat me down by myself and said to me, Gareth, we both know that Celine isn't going to be able to do this. You might need, well, it's not even you might need. He was like, you're going to have to make this tough call. And that's what I did. In the end, it took me a while. I think it took me about three years to do that. And so I did it and I was scared as hell. I was scared that my foster carer was going to find out and I didn't have a clue what was going to happen. I didn't have a clue because I'd already had a bad experience before that and I didn't know what was going to happen. But it turns out it was okay. And I remember the first day going to my foster carers, the one that I had before I left foster care, me and my sister went for a day to see whether we liked them. And straight away, I knew we were going to be staying there and that we were going to move there because we walked into the house and they welcomed us as a family would do. And then they offered us a drink. And not just did they offer us a drink, but they said, go on into the living room, Gareth and Celine. And so we did. And for us, only being able to go into the living room probably like three times a year, this was a big thing for us. And then secondly, they came in with a drink and that drink was Coke, Coca-Cola. And it seemed so insignificant. But for two young kids that weren't allowed Coke, it was extremely significant. Furthermore, the drinks were served in glasses which was, well, it was amazing. And me and my sister knew at that point that this was where we wanted to stay, just from having, just from being able to sit on a sofa and have a glass of Coke. It sounds so ridiculous saying it out loud, but that's the position we were in. And then later on in the day, the social worker had left. They were going to pick us up later on in the day. 
we went for a walk with the dog. And the fact that they had a dog was also amazing. And we walked not very far, but it seemed like we were walking for days. And we heard a noise in the background. It was a chiming and it was getting louder and louder. And then it was really loud. And we looked around and in front of us, there was an ice cream van. And again, it seems so insignificant, but they offered us an ice cream. And of course we said, yes, kids that were hungry and starving being offered an ice cream. Wow. And that was the reality. And so it ended really, really well. So much more than what we could even imagine. And so the point I'm trying to make after telling you a bit more of my story is that I think it might be time or getting near the time where the hard decision needs to be made. The hard decision is my life. That hard decision is my life. The hard decision that needs to be made will be somewhere in between um, completely changing my ritual, my schedule, my routine, um, literally my whole entire self, if you will. Maybe drop out of university, not yet, but maybe in the future. I don't have a clue. And the reason I mentioned drop out of university, the only reason is because yesterday I got a message in a group chat on Facebook asking me whether I had done the work. This was from a group in my consumer behavior class and no one really fully understands if the lecturer knows what she's doing, but obviously we have to do the work. And so it's a group task, which is completely fine. But I'm going to tell you the task and let's see how excited and fired up you guys get. The task is to basically analyze whether a company in Spain could move into the Netherlands. Just by saying that, it doesn't sound that bad. But it's not just a company, it's a company in the consumer goods industry. And they serve premium fish. And we have to do things like a pestle analysis. And I think which some of you probably won't know, most of you probably won't know because it's not really used in industry. I think called Porter's Five Forces whether it will be useful after university i don't know probably not and so i put that off and i've actually done it today i have spent a lot of time on that today too much time really especially when i have a lot more other things that i'm really fired up to do in regards to my company and just as most of you will be able to tell I get a lot more fired up when I'm talking about my company in comparison to when I'm talking about university. And I feel like even though 
I do pretty well at university, even though I don't really put in too much effort at the moment. I did a presentation, which I spent half an hour putting together on the same day as the presentation. And the woman said I had 10 out of 10. I pretty much try to put minimal effort in because I want to put all my focus and my time in my company, which is going to have more returns than what university seems to have a return at the moment. And just by the way I speak about it, I, I wonder why I'm spending time on that if I don't see the value. And I think the only, the only, only reason that I do, uh, and the, the only reason I'm still at university is because it's my backup plan. Because even if I don't go straight in, even if I don't go straight into a job when I graduate, which I probably won't because fingers crossed, I'll be running the company by then and I'll have a little team. And so it's one of the things that if the company fails, then at least I'll be able to get a job afterwards. That's my perspective on university because it's a lot easier to get into a job with a degree than without a degree. And so I think that's the only reason I'm still at university. And it makes me wonder whether my time is being spent in the right places. As you can tell, I have a lot on my mind at the moment. And I also have someone else on my door. Very strange. Oh, my life's in a bit of a puddle at the moment. One of the things I'm also struggling with at this point in time is getting up in the morning. And I've, after reading Why We Sleep, I've kind of slid into a habit of wanting to get up early, but then going to bed late, but feeling like I have to have eight hours of sleep a night and then getting up a lot later than I want to. And by this, I don't even mean too late. Like last night I went to bed at midnight and I woke up about 8 a.m., which isn't that bad. But the fact that I want to be awake at 5 a.m., I feel like I'm really behind. And to start off a day that way, it's not very good for your mindset. And so that's something I'm working on at the moment. I'm hoping to slowly, 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 slowly move my bedtime and go to bed earlier so that I can wake up earlier and then get more work done because my days are going slow and I've built some bad habits and I'm not, well, I'm nowhere near as productive as what I want to be. Yeah. That's the situation I'm in. I feel like I have so much work to do, but then I also, when I look at my laptop and I wonder what work can I do today? I feel like I have none. Some of the things I know off the top of my head I want to do is one, build a sales funnel in my CRM system. Two, do the website, just completely do the website. Um, three, launch the website. Four, create social media 
to put on the website. And you see where this is going. Something I'm looking at at the moment as well in regards to my personal brand is building um, captions, building captions for my videos over on LinkedIn. I'm curious as to how I'm going to do the business Instagram. And I'm also curious on the future of my personal Instagram, my personal brand Instagram, Gareth G. Rafferty, shout out if any of you guys want to follow me. And so I'm curious because I'd like to post videos on Instagram, but then um, it, it negatively impacts my girlfriend because her friends then see it and her friends laugh at her. And I'm, I'm a lot, I find it a lot easier to not care about what people think, but it's a bit more difficult for her. And I appreciate that. And thus I'm creating video on LinkedIn at the moment. Maybe in the future I'll be creating high quality videos off my Canon G7X Mark II and then put them out on Instagram. I'm not too sure. There are a few apps I actually need to get on my mobile phone and I'm thinking about creating all of my videos now on my Canon G7X just for the extra high quality but I'm not sure how to do it. I'm thinking about making a new outro for my LinkedIn videos. You guys are the first to hear this. It's all in my head at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. I have a lot of deadlines coming up as well. Um, going back to the university point, I have a deadline on the 3rd of May, which is to write a literature review, which apparently will be really helpful for in business because people write literature reviews. I say that with no hope. And I have deadlines on the 13th of May and I have exams, which I, before a few weeks ago, I hadn't sat an exam for two and a half years. And so I don't feel very enthusiastic about exams and my approach to exams is not the best. <laughs> I have lots of presentations. I have to make a brand strategy and like a communication plan for my company, but it's for a university module. And so um, it has to be worded a little bit differently. Um, and even though it's my company, which does fire me up a little bit, it's also not an area that I necessarily want to spend my time on at the moment because I have a lot more other things to focus on, like getting my website ready, putting out the website, building communities, gaining clients, etc., etc., etc. Ugh. There's a lot. There's a lot. For those of you that are still listening, if you are still listening, it's now been, I think it's somewhere along the lines of about a half an hour. Could be a bit longer, could be a bit shorter. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't mark the time when I came onto this podcast. But yeah. Last episode was 15 minutes long. I was trying something out to see whether it worked. I don't think it did. Um, Cause I was thinking about trying to get more people by putting them shorter. So they'd be easier to watch, but I don't think that worked. So I'm going to start keeping them a bit longer. 
and usually I aim for half an hour to an hour and it usually ends up about 35 to 45 minutes but yeah if you guys have enjoyed this podcast um I am actually currently looking for people to come on to the podcast so if you're listening and you haven't been on and you want to be on a podcast then feel free to message me in any of my social media they will all be in the description and if you like this then either message me or put a comment or a review and if you really do like this then feel free to follow or subscribe depending what platform you're listening on and yeah i put out a lot more content on linkedin so if you want to see me daily I usually post a daily video on LinkedIn, but then I also post images and lots of other bits and bobs on Twitter and Instagram. So if you want to follow me there too, then feel free. But my name is Gav Rafferty and I really appreciate all of you listening. It's been pretty much a year, as I've mentioned multiple times in this podcast. And I just want to share with you guys that I really, really do appreciate you and the fact that you listen to me talking about lots of different things, such as episode 13, which I strategically named a wibbly wobbly world because it just came to me. And yeah, I, I just appreciate all of you for listening. I don't get many listeners, but I appreciate every single one of you that do listen. And I hope you all are having an amazing Easter because today is the 21st of April and it's Easter. And this podcast is out late, but. I hope you enjoy it. I really hope you all enjoy it. And yeah, have an amazing week, guys. This has been episode 15, a lot deeper than probably some of the previous episodes, but I'm trying to be true. Thank you all for listening. This has been the Building from the Bottom podcast, chapter two, me in Madrid, episode 15. Thank you all for watching. And if you're listening to this on Easter, have an amazing Easter. If not, have an amazing week and I'll speak to you all next week on the Builder from the Bottom podcast.